The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha Bravo Charlie, the only podcast that is recording at 11 o'clock at night to bring you one of 200 Wilco songs and a review of that song. My name's Jason. That's Kevin. Kevin. What's up, my Canadian buddy? Closing out the S's tonight. Closing, Closing out, out the S's. S's. This is the Getting last out. episode of the S's and last episode of the evening. We do four every evening, every Friday evening, and this is the last one tonight. Statistically, uh, quite interesting that Jeff Tweedy, um, the most common letter for him to start one of his song titles with is S. So now that we're out of the S's, I feel like um, we're, we're in the, the truly in the home stretch here. Now, I did get get a new idea for another Wilco podcast um for us to do after we're done this podcast because of course the first thing we're going to want to do is immediately do another wilco podcast I, i'm i'm going to do another podcast after this is over i i, I if you're in or not i'm i'm, I'm doing one i i, I don't yeah I, I want like a break probably right. and then uh um but but I, I would specifically another wilco podcast that goes song by song this one is just chronological oh um or it, it, yeah it, it, the order doesn't matter for this one but it's called I am trying to break your heart and we get someone, a third person who hates Wilco and they try to explain to us why each one of these songs is garbage. And then we sit there and defend it. Oh, so there used to be this YouTube show. Uh, you guys have YouTube up in Canada, right? It's actually called uh, Google, Google video. <laughs> no, yeah, it isn't. Okay. Is it really? Okay. No. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. If you um, but uh, there used to be a show on YouTube before the guy who r- ran it was uh, disgraced in the Me Too movement, uh, and he—he's a real jerk. Um, but anyhow, uh, it was called Movie Fights, and they would bring people on and they would talk about a movie, and that you'd either have to defend or attack that movie um, in a review, and then there would be judges, and you'd be the you'd be basically convincing the judges and they would score you on who did better. It's basically a debate for movies. Mm. And it's, it's basically what you just described. And it, it, that's, that's, that's actually a really good idea. I don't know if I'd want to do Wilco over again, but that's a, that's a really good idea for a podcast. Well, we could pick something else maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, now, Jason, we, we've caught up on this, but I know you went to the holidays. Um, d- or you went to the holidays. You went to Arizona over the holidays. I did. Um, you had a good Christmas. Did Did you get any cool Christmas presents? Did you treat yourself to anything cool? Um, I did not treat myself to anything cool. Um, because I I tend to if I want something and I think it's reasonable, I just buy it. I don't wait for the holidays to do that. Yeah. So I didn't buy myself anything cool. Um, I probably do that to my uh. I'd probably do that too much. I shouldn't do that yeah. as much as I do. Um, I've been really bad with money lately, but I mean, I'm not like going broke or anything, but I, I've just been spending money like I should be. Well, you've but, been buying um, haunted houses. I did, <laughs> yeah. I did uh, get cool gifts. Uh, so my in laws got me um, the Ralph Steadman collection. He's one of my favorite artists. You know who Ralph Steadman is? No. Okay, so you know the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas or the book Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? 
yeah, Johnny Depp, right? Yeah, it's like real, like like the art for Hunter the, Thompson. Hunter, yeah, Hunter Thompson, but uh, it's the art. The guy who's like Hunter Thompson's artist for all of his articles and stuff uh, and, and oh, okay. books and stuff. It's it's you look him up sometime. It's really cool. I actually have hanging over here a original Ralph Steadman print that. Uh, speaking of being bad with money, I probably paid way too much for, but I got one because I I love the guy's art. Um, but I got a collection of books of his art that I thought that was really cool. Um, and I got a my sister in law got me a new drill bit set, <laughs> which I, which I did ask for. Um, cool. So yeah, I I had a pretty good Christmas. Oh, and I got this little. My mom got me this. It's just like a little desk amp, desk jam amp. So like, ooh, an orange one. That's yeah. Cool. So you uh, it, you just plug your plug it in, and you can have like a little tiny amp going on. And Is you that battery powered? It it can be, or it can plug cool. in, and uh, you can plug headphones into it, and uh, it has built-in effects and things and everything. But yeah, I get that. That's probably my favorite one I got. That's that's a pretty cool cool gift. Cool. That's really cool. What'd you get? Anything good? Uh, so Sarah, my wife, so we just had a low key Christmas, just the two of us. Cause we don't have any family in the province. Uh, but we usually like buy each other a bunch of stuff and she complains. Cause I'm the same way. Whereas like, if I want, if there's a new record I want, I'll just go and buy it. Right. Like it's for small purchases. Uh, I'll just go. Um, cause I have no impulse control. I'll just go do it throughout the year. So then it comes to Christmas and she doesn't know what to get me, but, uh, she got me a couple of dinosaur junior records Nice. that Which I didn't ones? have from the mid nineties. Um, and she got me, um, uh, the, um, my bloody Valentine, uh, vinyl represses. Oh. Uh, so they did their, like, isn't anything, uh, loveless and, uh, their 2014, 2013 MBV album. Uh, so I got all those on vinyl now, which is great. Um, and then she got me a rainbow machine guitar pedal. Uh, if you're they're like, it's pink and it like makes everything sound like a unicorn, on acid like it's uh i know when you're it's talking a about pedal but yeah, yeah it's uh and but now i treated myself to something jason what'd you get what'd you get boy something i've been so when i was we've talked about this in the past so we're both fans of weezer when i was 14 i discovered weezer and then i discovered matt sharp's side project the rentals. called the rentals yeah and I, I still love that rentals album so much it's kind of it's a mid-90s alt-rock album that sounds like an 80 synth wave record. Like yeah. it's got Moog synthesizers all over it. So ever since I was 14, I'm 34 now, 20 years, I've been wanting a Moog synthesizer. Jason? No way. I so, got a Moog. So my buddy Jed, he is way into uh, Moog. You could say Moog. Uh, you're supposed to say, if, if it was just you and me talking, I would say Moog because uh-huh. it's funner. But you're technically supposed to say Moog. Interesting, because my buddy like Jed is way into uh, uh, Moog synthesizers, and he has like four of them, um, unless he's gotten more since the last time we spoke uh, about them. But um, he calls it Moog also, and he's way like he's a big enthusiast. But yeah, that's awesome, man. I love those things. Can you hear that? Oh my god! And then he tweaked the knobs. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Dude, there was a there was a moment and um I know you were never into this this uh scene of music, but uh pop emo, I guess you'd call it bands, uh back in like the early two thousands, like they, they also at one point started having moog players on stage with them. Like it was it was like a, an end thing to have a moog player in your band. Mm. 
and they all had those stands that would move around with them. And um, but yeah, I love a Moog. They're so cool. Yeah, so I'm feeling a little bit like uh, Michael Jordanson, Pat Sansoon. Um, uh, I want to learn. I can play it on guitar, so I could probably figure it out. The um, uh, synth line to "I'm Always in Love." That because the Wilco is a band that has some some great um, synthesizer parts on their albums. Uh, um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, um, it's, it's one of those instruments. It's like a bass guitar, uh, where you sort of need someone to play with. Um, yeah. whereas guitar yeah. is so great. If, if you're looking listeners, if you're looking for a musical instrument to play, uh, and you don't have anyone to jam with, just get a guitar. Cause yeah, you can play that by especially yourself. If you're just by yourself. Um, yeah. I, like you, cause you can, you can do a whole song, but like, like he's saying with a synthesizer, it's going to be a little weird uh, or with the bass guitar, it's going to be a little weird. You can, you can do it, but the guitar just brings it out. You know, it yeah. really makes it, it makes it make sense in your head. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it makes it make yeah. sense in your head. But, and, and a guitar has six strings. So you can play six notes simultaneously. A Moog synthesizer, Moog synthesizer. You can only play one, maybe two notes. This, this can do two notes. A tradition, they can only do one note um so yeah we need to you need to you need to move on up here to canada or here's what we're gonna do we're gonna meet in the middle why don't we just buy a house in the middle and then on the weekends we can spend time with each other leave our families behind (laughs) yes and we can just play with all the toys that we buy ourselves as grown men we'll form a band called called the the abcs Mm -hmm. uh uh, (laughs) that won't get us soon uh or the alpha bravo charlies uh, or Alpha and the Bravo Charlies. There's a, there's a, some, a name in there somewhere, um, and uh, we'll go on tour. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a reasonable thing for me to do at forty. <laughs> that, yeah, that seems that seems like a very reasonable. A, thing a lot of musicians break through and become successful after forty. So, um, yeah, and I'm sure that it'll it won't be an issue. We'll we'll get signed by Sub Pop. Um, probably, yeah. Probably. You know, at the beginning of the cor- I, 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 we'll jump into the song here in a second. But at the beginning of. Uh, covid wow it's been two, it's been like two years now since this happened but yeah. i remember thinking sitting down i made a list uh of like projects i was like okay we're gonna be in lockdown for a while after we found out it wasn't just gonna be two weeks like we all thought it so i have i'm, I'm going to i'm gonna do these things i'm gonna make a comic book i'm going to uh make an album i'm going to and there, there were a few other things on the list you know how many of those got done zero zero you know why because uh Whenever I sit down and think about all of them, if I can't do them all at one time, like if I can't, like it would be too much to be doing those things, those hobbies at one time. Like you need to focus on one project for a while. If I couldn't do them all at one time, I couldn't decide on which one to do, so I just didn't do any of them. Isn't that the stupidest mm. thing ever? Yeah, no, I get it though. Um, that's why we need a foreign band because you can do our album artwork uh, and our website design. And uh, I could do like the photography, um, and then somewhere in there we'll figure out some songs to play. You know, a drummer, we can we can do that right now, man. We we can do that over the internet. You send me something, and then I I, I work with it and send it back, and then you send the, me something. The postal service. That's postal what. Uh, yeah, that's how they did Gibber that. Did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, back before you could email wave files to each other. Uh, so today, Jason. Uh huh. I think that I uh, was trying to get us back on track. Uh, that today we're, we're we're doing a being there 
era lost track. Um, uh, there is a, maybe five or six songs from Being There Deluxe um, that are um, totally unique songs that have never been done elsewhere in the Wilco canon. Um, maybe they're not fully fleshed out by the band. This one isn't. It's solo acoustic, but it is a fully written song, or at least it sounds fully written, recorded you know, in studio acoustic, um, Jeff guitar and uh, singing. Um, so it, it is a, a Being There era song um, that isn't going to change our opinion on being there. You know, it didn't make the album and that was probably ultimately the right decision. Uh, but I love that album being there so much that hearing like another piece of it is, is, is magic. Um, even if, you know, this isn't maybe the most memorable, memorable song. It's just, you hear Jeff sing it. A song sounds like being there. His voice sounds like being there. So it's just a little bit more of that being there magic for us. And today was my first time hearing the song. So, new one for Jason. I know Kevin always likes to know when uh, it, it, um, it's a virgin experience for me. And, and, and sometimes it's like, like, oh, I'm so excited for you to hear this song. Cause they ha if it's like Cars Can't Escape and you haven't heard Cars Can't Escape, I want to I want to like experience that with you. Um, this song isn't going to blow your mind or anything like that. It's just No, I, I heard it earlier. I, 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 yeah, I've heard yeah. it, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, if it was, if this was your first time, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, Jason's going to freak out. You're not going to freak out. It's, just, it's, it's a decent song, though. Guys, abcwilco.com. It's a website. Go to it. Find ways to support the show. Two most important ways. Follow us on Spotify. And then subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review. Those three things together make us grow in the charts and help other people find the show so we can ask them to support us in the same way. It's a whole thing, guys. It's a chain. It's the circle of life of a podcast. That's We, we want to be not only the number one Wilco podcast. We want to be the number one music podcast. I want to take I, over Joe Rogan, man. I want Joe Rogan. on Spotify. I, I always knew he was kind of a, a dick. I but, I defended him for so long, and you know I'm not gonna go down that. Down that let's not way. let's not even yeah. go down. Let's, let's just jump into the song. song. We're so mature. <laughs> so I think this was Jeff just like demoing songs in the studio, though. So I not like the cassette demos that uh, you know circulate from this era. Does sound really good from a fidelity perspective. They forget to call And after all It felt like hanging This would be a really cool song I mean, I'm not saying it's not a good song So the people at home, please don't attack me um, But what I think is This would be like If you were at a campfire And then somebody just started playing this This would be a cool song to hear there But it's yeah. nothing I'd go to a record for You know, it's, you know I'd love to hear Jeff like Bust out some of these songs solo in his solo shows yeah, so cool. i think it would be a really cool setting for it um this is, a, this is a good song but it's just like there's not a song that i would i wouldn't pull off hotel arizona and slide this song on the album right and i don't know if being there would gain anything for having this song on it even if there if you can imagine how it would sound like with maybe you know some fiddle from Max Johnson and some piano from Jay and like a little bit more fleshed out. It sounds a little bit like Uncle Tupelo, um, early Wilco, which is uh, AM Wilco, which is uh, I think the band consciously was trying to move away and focus on, you know, what we talked about two episodes ago on Sunken Treasure and that sort of style. You might be the sun 
orbiting no one moves me closer uh, the other thing too that I just kind of when I was listening to this and prep for this I don't know if the song has a hook it, do, it does not seem it seems as though it does not it just kind of goes yeah, yeah. there's maybe that what just happened yeah right here this might be like the I don't even know if you call that a hook man I, I don't know I don't, I don't think so yeah so and and so maybe the song wasn't really finished. Like if if he was gonna proceed with it, maybe it needed you know, a little bit more added to it. But so when they release these these deluxe albums and they have all this extra material on it, do you think they're just giving you everything in the uh, with the kitchen sink? Like do you think or, or do you think they're they're still leaving some stuff on the floor? So that's an interesting question because I was thinking about that. How come there's these songs that didn't make the album in these like solo acoustic studio versions? Does that also mean that there's like misunderstood and sunken treasure in Hotel Arizona yeah. in these versions too? I, I that they were not on the album, um, but I I, uh, I suspect that there's probably more. Jeff made a comment on the Tweety show that like there's so much unreleased Wilco stuff, and he like said to his son Sammy and Spencer like this is your future like 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 you, like that after Jeff goes that they'll have. You know, they'll have, there'll be a lot of stuff that they'll be able to re release. release for years to come. So, um, uh, that's why I'm. Man, that is. I mean, that that's sad to think about, but that is also so cool. Like to think like that's his gift to his kids. Uh, and and he was sort of joking, but I don't I not know completely because like, like uh, I'm a big George Harrison fan. I got an eight LP box set of All Things Must Pass uh, this year. Um, which is like him demoing uh, like all these songs from the album solo and acoustic, all these alternate takes, um, like really cool, like like stuff that um, you know he that Danny Harrison and George's widow, you know, I'm sure worked with some producers and and uh, uh, compiled all this stuff um, that they can you know even though George Harrison's been gone for 20 years, you know they're still new to us music floating around. Well, think about that. Think about that Beatles documentary that just came out—the nine hours of Beatles footage. I didn't know that those sessions uh, for "Let It Be" a, a lot of a lot of the Abbey Road songs came. Uh, Abbey Road came out of those sessions. I didn't. Know, I didn't yeah. know that. I yeah, because those albums were recorded like back to back, so um, uh, you hear them, you know, doing uh, Maxwell Silverhammer and. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think maybe Oh Darling. And on the and screen, like it'll that. say, and on the lower third, it'll say, uh, this is the version that was released on Abbey Road. Uh, no, they did that for, none of the songs recorded uh, in that documentary were, were released on Abbey Road. Um, the all the all But at the end, whenever they got a final take for Let It Be, it would come up and say, but there was, no, there was no, none no, of get, those. Get Back was, get back was it said, this is the version that ended up on the album. But Get Back's on Let It Be. What did I just say? You said you were talking about Abbey Road. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm all mixed up. I see what you're saying now. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a well, actually. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, that, yeah. You, you, and that was cool when it's like, oh, this version sounds familiar. And then they'd come up and say, this was the version that was on the record. And then um, it's like, oh, okay. We, we, how many hours now if we heard them doing two of us? Uh, 
the wrong way, right? Sounds wrong to us. And then they finally get it together there and you hear them doing it yeah, for, and you know. for real, right? Like this sounds like the album version. And then it says yeah, it is. And it, it yeah. is the album version. Yeah, it's cool to see. Um, so the, yeah, that's really all I have to say about Sun's a Star. It, it's it's not a uh, Wilco song that I'm going to go put on on its own, but it, it's cool if you're a big nerd like us, which if you're listening to this episode, I hate to break it to you, you're nerd. a nerd. If, especially uh, if you listen to the 160 whatever before yeah. this one. If, you listen to if, if you're listening to anything, our you're um, episode of Ashes of American Flags, you're, you might not be a nerd. But if you're listening to episode 163 of alpha bravo charlie and it's a uh outtake from being there a solo acoustic demo uh you're a nerd now don't worry i'm probably even nerdier um and and jason's probably slightly as nerdy um uh so it's really cool from a historical perspective but uh it's not um a song that I'm going to put on all the time, but I'm glad it exists. I'm glad there's just a little bit more being there out there than it, than there was when I first heard the record. Okay, everybody. Well, guys, there's a website. It's called abcwilco.com. It's where all of your friends are hanging out and spreading the newest uh, political memes and stuff. So if you go there, you can also buy T-shirts. You can buy a lot of other things. You can support the show. They let you on this website support the podcast. The most important ways to do that are by following us on Spotify. And there's a link on the ABC. Well, Kevin, did you know we have a link to our Spotify? And that's not all. We also have a link to our Apple podcast. And Wait, we have a website? We have a website. We're, we're fancy bitches. Um, you can leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts, and it will really help the show out. So if you could go do that, that'd be great. On the next episode, we're going to be covering taste the stealing that's a good one until then every little thing it's good day you're